Super Talk Mississippi Media Production. You're listening to Thunder and Lightning on Super Talk Mississippi. Covering Mississippi State sports like nobody else. Sports Talk Mississippi's Brian Haydad, along with Joel Coleman of the Starkville Daily News, give you an inside look at the Bulldogs on the field, the court, and the diamond. Now, get ready for Thunder and Lightning. This is Thunder and Lightning here on Super Talk Mississippi. Brian Haydad and Joel T. Coleman here with you on a Friday morning. We have made it through week one. In my opinion, because you know I'm not counting last Thursday, Friday. This is week one of the the new way of living, evidently, for a little while. <laughs> the Co- new world order, one might say. The new world organization. Just hope it's not for life. It's. it's I don't think it's going to be for life, and it is definitely not too sweet. Uh, I want to thank you guys for tuning in at supertalk.fm or wherever it is you get podcasts. We are very, very glad you have joined us, especially our servicemen and women out there taking care of us we want to thank our sponsors at strange brew coffee house you can uh definitely head over and get your coffee still you know you can still do it while socially distancing it's not a huge problem all you got to do is go out of the drive-thru over at the highway 12 location you can go to the walk-up location over at uh the uh that'd be university University drive Drive. i'm I'm getting there just calm down sir (laughs) gosh why are you so angry at me? Uh, I use the lovely drive through at Strange Brew today. Yeah. Or right. you can shop online. You can go to strangebrewcoffeehouse. That's all one big word there. Dot myshopify. M-Y-S-H-O-P-I-F-Y dot com. And they will, uh, you can shop online there. Obviously, you won't get it today, but you can get the, uh, the, the coffees that you're looking for. If you're a, a Joel uh, Coleman type person, you like that blueberry cobbler, you can have it delivered right to your door and i'd like to thank strange brew and all of our uh, the local establishments that are doing this that are doing drive-through slash carry out services yeah to kind of somewhat maintain a semblance of normalcy yeah yeah <laughs> because def- odds are i would have driven through the strange brew drive-through today anyway yeah don't and, don't uh, stop eating out don't stop eating locally just you know, be smart about it. Get your carry out stuff. Distant. Get your carry out. Get your to go stuff. Stay in the car. I ate at Peppers today, and they were like, "Look, we'll bring it out to the car." Did you eat at Peppers as well? I did. Well, there you go. And uh, they, they they texted me. They're just yep. like, "We'll bring it out to the car for you. Yep. No need to come in." Had on like had on the gloves. gloves. Yes, yeah. exactly, exactly. So everybody's being smart. You be smart. Keep buying local, but do it you know in a smart way. And like I said, if you want to shop online, there's the address there. Strange Brew Coffee House dot myshopify dot com another place you can shop online is college corner at collegecornerstore.com and right now they've got a great deal new and improved website by the way it's, i looked at it today it's a much uh it's much more streamlined much easier process and right now use the promo code 25 off at checkout through sunday and you get free shipping plus 25 percent off your order so you can save a lot of money. They got a lot of great stuff. I saw, you know, I know baseball season's over, but they've got some really cool of the M over S polos. They've got the the old school swinging bully. You know, you know what, what I say, Brian? Baseball season's never over. You're not wrong. So, but they got some cool pol- polos there. A lot of great stuff. That maroon with the white M over S polo is is pretty sweet. I might have to I might have to uh, look into that. We'll put it that way. Uh, so check them out at collegecornerstore.com. 
do your shopping online, and the next time you're in Starville this September, you can uh, you can be looking sharp with College Corner. <laughs> Joel as Joel looks into the heavens and says, "Please." <laughs> We are in day one of the greatest Bulldog bracket as we sit here tonight. A lot of votes, almost a uh, total of 2,000 votes between two polls. Really tight for Dante Jones versus Buck Showalter. Dante holds holds a 51.6 to 48.4 lead. A little bit bigger margin for Nate Lowe in the other uh, bracket play-in game. He's at 59.1 to Andriel Howard's 40.9. Did you vote in your own poll? You can't vote in your own poll. Okay, I voted in, in the poll. As well you should. Who'd you vote for? Uh, I I guess I'm showing my baseball bias here. Showalter and Lowe? Oh, that's fine. Yep. I know you hate me for that because you big Dante Jones I love guy. Dante Jones, but you know what? I'm, I'm, I'm going to let the Democratic process play out here. Uh, those polls are open for until Sunday at noon. So that's around the time Joel and I will probably be recording on Sunday. So we'll have, those, uh, we'll have the results in. I wanted to talk about, before we get into our, our main uh, topic tonight, about we, we had some misses. Now, obviously, a lot of you were hitting me up uh, about stuff, and, and some of you, you know, for lack of a better word, you're just wrong. <laughs> just, I'm just not going <laughs> to... Somebody told me I needed to take... Uh, so I, I had a, the, 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 a quite a diversity of opinions. One person said Morgan Williams should be a one seed. Take out Dak or Jake. I was like, Really? Then I had somebody said, why is Morgan a five seed? If she had hit that shot, she would only be like a ten. It's like, but she did hit the shot. It's so great, man. Yeah, so, but that's fine. But we had three players or athletes that I thought, okay, I missed. I missed on those. I think the biggest of those is Rocky Felker. I, I mean, think about it. If you look at the period of the 80s, of basically, basically MSU football pre-Jackie, how many guys do I have on this, this thing? I got you know Shorty McWilliams and Jackie Parker. I got Kent Hall. John Bond, Diddy Lewis, Diddy Lewis, Johnny Cooks, Don Smith. That's about it, right? I just left. I just missed Felker. I just missed him. I mean, that doesn't seem possible to do, but I did. Yeah. You think of all the people I would not have missed. There may not be any greater in terms of his love and his service to this university yeah. than Rocky Felker, but I just missed him. So that's my bad. I can't, you know, it's not just my bad. Joel missed him too. I did. I Ryan did. Sparks missed him too. But I'll, you know what? Unlike some people, I will. I will not pass the buck. I missed him. Here's how. Bad. Here's two how we you miss him. Yeah, you miss him because football's so different now. Well, it is, but also once this bracket, once you get a bunch of guys and girls on there, mm-hmm. and you start looking at these names, there aren't a ton where you look at and like, oh, that one shouldn't be on there. You know, <laughs> there, I don't know if there's anybody right. that you look at and think they shouldn't be on there. Right. Um, could you put Rocky in place of some of the people on there? Sure, sure. But also the people that are there, I think, are deserving too. So right. it's not that anybody's undeserving; yeah. it's that there's just so many deserving people, and that's just one. I, I honestly, if I had remembered Rocky, I, I forgot him. And yeah. if I had remembered him, he'd be on the list. You know, I don't know. I don't know who I would have taken out, but yeah. he'd be on the list. Uh, Anderson Peters needed to be on the list. Yeah, national champion, Olympian, world champion. I'm afraid I'm going to wake up tomorrow. And there's going to be a javelin with like my in my front yard with my picture underneath it. <laughs> That's going to be a warning sign from Anderson. Uh, but I left him off. And yeah. I sh- he should have definitely, I mean, would he have been a high seed? No. And and quite honestly, be because track and field and, and some of these other sports that aren't the big four, yeah. um, they don't get the, the notoriety of, of the other athletes. I don't know that he'd have been past the first round, depending upon who he faced off with in this thing. Right. But is he one of the 68 greatest overall athletes? Sure. Probably. Absolutely. Yeah. 
<laughs> Absolutely. So probably should have been on there. My, again, my bad. And then last but not least, Mario Austin should have been on this list for, for sure. Can't believe I missed him. I got Zimmerman and Bowers. I had Frazier on my first draft and took him out, but I left Mario Austin out of all people. So that's my bad. You know, I like Mario Austin. Mario Austin is one of my favorite all-time Bulldogs, but yeah. If that's all I got, if that's the only brand, I mean, it's not like I left Dak off. That's all. That's all that matters. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't matter. I got, we would we would have to cancel the the whole thing. Can if, you imagine if I had gone through sixty eight MSU athletes and Dak Prescott had not been one of them? <laughs> I would have had to cancel. I would have had to quit my job. <laughs> yeah. They'd have been like, "That's not happening." I was for in here thinking that would be a fireable offense. It would be so. All right, let's get to the uh, the main course here tonight. Let's move on over to what we're going to – it's going to become a, a little bit of a recurring segment here over the, the coming months. I put together a list of classic games. Again, I'm probably sure I missed some of those too, but we'll deal with that as we go. Uh, and what we're going to do is it's not just going to be me and Joel recapping these games. It's going to be from the athlete's perspective as much as we can. There may be sometimes we're not able to get anybody, but that said – we're going to try to get these guys. So let's get into our, our first one here. And it's brought to you by our friends over at Welcome Home Beef who want to remind you, again, they deliver. And if you want to shop with them, they'll be happy to bring their your order out to them, out to your car. No questions asked. 329 University Drive, 662-418-2021. Facebook.com slash Welcome Home Beef. If you got to stay inside, you might as well eat good. And there's no better eating than USDA, prime beef, grain-fed, locally sourced, processed in Mississippi State. We talk about eating local. These are these. This is what we're talking about. The Sanders family, local as can be, bulldogs to the core. You want to do business with them, and, not, and doing business with them is a good thing because you've got steaks that you're going to want to eat, burgers better than you've ever had. And, of course, they got the full meal deal over there, plenty of sides for you to choose from. If you're looking to do some barbecue, They've got a huge selection of barbecue rubs. They've got pre-made meals. Everything you need to get going for your day, it's available to you at Welcome Home Beef. Just remember, it just tastes good. We're going to be doing a lot of these in the coming uh, weeks. Uh, We're going to be doing some of these classic games, but beyond just what Joel and I can remember of these games, or in some of them, you know, Joel may not have even been alive, I don't know. We're going to talk to some of the guys who played in these games, and we're going to start off with with the guy who uh, most of MSU fans are going to want to talk to, to get to hear from. And that's Jake Mangum. Jake, obviously a good week for you. You know, number one seed over what well, not overall number one seed, a number one seed in, in the greatest bulldog bracket. I'm sure, we're, I'm sure you, that's one of the top honors of your career. Oh, it's it's up there. It's 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 100 percent up there. All right, be top eight, but uh, <laughs> man, it's a big honor for you guys. Thank you. Uh, that's can't thank you enough for that. Well, when, when, when it comes time to vote, make sure you're, you're, you're mobilizing your people. Otherwise, you never know. You could fall victim like Virginia did to a Maryland, was it Baltimore City or whatever it is? Yeah, something like that. We could, we could have a 116. I don't, I don't know what kind of social media presence Nuno Borges has, but he could get you. Uh, he might. He, he's, he's definitely one of the best. Uh, like he, he does pretty unbelievable things. All right. Well, we're going to talk about 2019 College World Series, one of the craziest comebacks I've ever seen it live. Uh, when you guys came back to beat Auburn in the opening uh, in your opening game in, in the College World Series, a game that it was a weird game to start, just from my from my viewpoint, because you've got Ethan Small on the mound in black, and I know that that was a a I don't know if sticking points the right word, but there was some debate pregame about how that was going to go, was there not? Yeah, it was. You know the. Sunday Blacks were undefeated that year, stayed undefeated that year. So it, it, 
it's it's just one of those things where Ethan Ethan was very selfless, man. To be honest with you, like, I get it. I get it. I know if, if I'm in Ethan's position, it's gonna be tough to break out the blacks. I knew it, and I knew it. And it was one of those things where we had a mutual respect for each other and talked it out. You know, went back and forth a lot, a lot, a lot. And uh, but it was good though. You know, like it was just good to talk about. It was pretty funny. It, it, it was a good situation to have. You know, like it was better than being. You know. Eight and two, and I'm and then rolling to that game and trying to talk him out of it. Uh, yeah. It's not going to happen. So he, he did a great job with it. the team. Uh, really bought into it. It was just a good game. Two things. Two things here. How close was that to not happening? Like, how close were y'all to to taking the field in maroon or white or whatever? Close. Very close. close. I mean, it, 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 we're tradition oriented, and you know, uh, Friday night we're going to wear maroon kind of what we do and on saturdays we wear white and uh and tuesdays t- tuesdays typically white unless we're on the road but we're typically at home tuesdays so we're wearing white but uh you know i mean we, we just got so many good uniform combinations yeah you know it's like it's like we honor like a little bit of each part of our past you know the 65s um we, we wear those uh, on saturdays the states you know like the block script the block scripts yeah, yeah. I, I believe that's 65 yeah the 85s are the, you know, the, the traditional Mississippi State ones. And, uh, well, we're there sometimes on Saturday, sometimes on Tuesday. Uh, kind of but Saturday, pretty much in the block state, 65. But, anyway, Friday night, maroon, you know, just a normal, casual, you know, Ethan Small's outing, he's going to be in maroon. So, yeah. yeah, it was very close, man. He's comfortable in that. And as a pitcher, you know, you got to get used to things. But he pitched a great ball game in black. You got to give yeah. it to him. And the second part thing I was going to ask, if y'all played again on a Sunday, you and I and Ethan, we were, and a couple others were going back and forth on Twitter about this a few months ago. I don't think it was even possible for y'all to play on a Sunday again, barring rain outs or some act of God or something. But had y'all played on a Sunday again, Ethan swears up and down, y'all might have wore pink, y'all may have wore green, there's no telling, but he wasn't wearing the blacks again. Do you think that would have been the case? I mean, after that game, I just don't know how you don't wear black. I'm not arguing with you. Didn't give up any runs. You know, he went early in the draft. Like it was a really good couple days for him, couple weeks for him, and we're in Omaha. You know, and if anytime you win a game in Omaha, it's like, hey, we got to keep doing it. In Omaha, everything just kind, everything's just more centralized. Like, I guess the pressure's up. You know, it's it's Omaha. You know, you got millions of people it, it, it's, it's crazy, you know, and uh, every pitch is so important. So, for Ethan, I get it. I completely get it. And if I'm in this position, it would probably be the same exact way. But, uh, you know, we won in blacks, baby. There you go. So, and, and if Ethan didn't like him, he didn't show it early because he struck out the first five that he faced. Uh, oh, can th- you imagine how I felt in the outfield after watching Ethan Carbo the first like, couple innings? I was right. like, oh. Yeah. Thank gosh. And then then you, oh, get a, you give up a cheap a little, a sort of an infield single. And then Julian yeah. hits a home run as deep as maybe has ever been hit at TD Julian, Ameritrade. Heck of a ball player. Heck of a ball player. What? So player. you know, like you said, you're watching him. He's, he's he mows down the first five guys, and you're thinking we, we're locked in here. We're good to go. Yeah, and then that ball right. hits out of the stadium. What are you thinking? It, it was just hey, we, we got punched in the mouth first. You know, that's, that's kind of how it went. We got punched in the mouth. And that was a good shot by them, by a good ball player. You know, uh, off a good pitcher. That's a good baseball. But uh, hey, we forgot to talk about Bush Thompson over there in the other dugout. You know, oh, that's true. He's an un- unbelievable job. So the deeper, you know, underlying story with that. 
you know, uh, a guy that fell in love with Starville. He really did. He he uh, he, he uh, was in the other dugout coaching an Auburn team that he's really gotten into. You know, top top fifteen contentions every year. What was your relationship like with with, with Butch? Because you know, obviously, Very good. yeah, so Very he's good. a pitching coach, but you know, what yeah. was your relationship? Well, I pitched my first two years. Oh, that's right, and uh, I worked with him a lot, and he was a just great man. You know, he was just an unbelievable guy to talk to. He was always there for you, and he was. I mean, he, he's just around the baseball, college baseball world. He's one of the most well-respected people you ever met. Yeah. Uh, and the Mets have a major league guy coach that. Uh, was I was uh, playing a game with him, and uh, he told me he was very close to Bush Thompson. So he, he just got so many people that he's met through baseball. He's just an unbelievable guy. Super nice guy too. On top of that, you know, oh, dealing yeah. with him in the media, just just so nice. So small, no you know, you get back into the game. In the first two innings, you guys got a guy to third in both innings, but weren't able to score him. Small, yeah. you know, rebounds. He, he gets the next uh, the next inning. He goes one two three. Then he gets, and then Julian again in the fourth inning comes through with an RBI single after uh, you know a uh, was it a fielder's choice and a walk or sorry back to back walks yeah so you know three nothing at this point going into the fourth and you guys you know you've stranded a guy at third twice you're not you're not getting a whole lot out of the infield how, how what's the mood right this second you know it was dark you know but uh, we knew we weren't out of it though. Uh, the, the only thing negative, I guess, going to the mind that day, or, or that part of the game, was, uh, you know, it was mainly just like, man, I hope, I, like, for me, it was like, man, I'm not losing these jerseys, man. He's going to be so pissed. And, uh, <laughs> and uh, well, sure enough, you know, we came back late, man. You know, uh, it, the move was dark. Not really. Not, no. We handled it great, man. We really did. You know, like, thinking back, I mean, yeah, the move was like, for everybody, it was dark in the regards to like, hey man, we're gonna be like, we gotta go. Like, we aren't just you know, laid back right now. But at that point, we knew we weren't out of it, you know, because we've come back so many times. Right. That was kind of our, our identity for two years, you know, uh, and even longer than that. I'd say sophomore years too. Uh, it wasn't you know, long. Kind of what we did. It wasn't long after that, Jake. Um, bottom of the fifth, I think, with two outs, you, you started a. What looked like might be the comeback rally. Um, you singled. Westberg walked behind you. Tanner, uh, I think, had an infield single. And then Big Hack Mac. I like Big Hack Mac better. Just rolls off the tongue better, I think. But we'll call him whatever you want to call him. Comes up with the bases loaded and two outs. I mean, I know from the press box, I'm thinking, well, he's hitting one out because that's just what Mac does. What's kind of the thought process there? Is it in your mind there? Or are you just getting ready for the moment? Yeah, uh, it's there. It, you know, it, it was just like, man, like at this point, it was like, no, 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 he won't. <laughs> it, I just, I just, like, are you kidding me? Like, it, it was literally one of those points. Like he had so many moments. Like, are you kidding me? That it was like, man, like it, it, there's no way he does it again. But like, yeah. But when I'm out there, I was like, yeah, he's fucking send this ball over the yard. But then in the back of your head, there's like, there's no way, there's no way. But and that's what he does, though, man. Like whenever you least expect it. T- talking about him here in this situation, how much was he? By the time you guys got to Omaha, because you know, late in the year, he he had the injury and you know was banged up his foot or whatever it was. Was it foot ankle? I can't even remember at this point. Yeah, but. Um, but 
How much was that bothering him at this point, even though he's he's still on the field? And obviously you're not missing Omaha if there's anything you can do about it. Is he completely over it here? Is it still bothering him? His foot him? felt way better. His foot felt way better at that point. But, uh, you know, the draft thing, that, that really stung. But, yeah. you know, he didn't let it affect him. He was a great teammate to it, yeah. you know. And that, that says a ton about back. Yep. So you, you leave the bases loaded there in uh, bottom of the fifth. Do it again in the sixth. You're on base again. Uh, you've got you get uh, hit by a pitch, and they, you've got Halter and, and Rowdy on uh, on thir- second and third respectively. And Westberg comes up, and I re- if I remember correctly, he 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 smashed one, but it was right at the, the right fielder off the bat. Though, did you think, okay, we've just tied the game? I, I thought so. You know, off the bat, it looked it looked, it looked beautiful, but then and then uh, it just didn't go that way. You know. Yeah. Does anybody hit the baseball harder than Jordan Westberg when he makes contact? I mean, sometimes it seems like he could just hit the ball through the wall. Wes is a freak. He's just a tank. You know, he's a tank that's sort of agile, like like a cheetah. I mean, he's fast. He's strong. He he really is. You know, one of the most all around, like well built guys you've ever seen. He's a freak, and uh, he's one of a kind. Though, you know, work ethic wise, man, he gets after it. Uh, Terrific guy too. Love playing with him. But I the. Bad uh, exit velo, excuse me, exit velo. Yeah, he, he ever consistently, consistently, always hitting 110 mile an hour balls. Man, <laughs> yeah. hits the ball hard. He finds a barrel and swings really fast. You know, it's all about bat speed. You yeah, know? yeah, it's all about bat speed. Well, you do get a run in that inning, bottom six. So now it's three one going into the seventh. Uh, you bring in Lee Belt. He gets through. You know, gives up a hit, but no, no problem there. Double play ends the inning. And then you go top. Let's go to top eight. 3-1, and then you have the error to make it 4-1. And just, I, I I can't speak for Joel, but for me on my end of the press box, all I could think was, that that's big. That felt like, you know, I, if they, they just need a couple of runs, I think they can do that. But now they need three or four runs, I don't know if they can get there in, in the ninth. I mean, we, I didn't think we were out of it. But yeah, the, the, that's one of those points where it was like, it, it was another punch late. It was like two punches and zero punches late. You know, and and it's all about you know who's going to be standing at the end, and that was tough, yeah. very very tough. But this is this is whenever we came at the bat was a big big moment. Um, you know, I'm actually so glad the ball I hit did not go over the fence. We're we're going to talk about that in just a minute. Let's let's hold up on that because I, I I do want to ask that question. So you go to you know top nine, Cole Gordon comes in, which I was I remember being surprised by that because I'm thinking. You know, do they maybe need to manage the pitching staff a little if they're going to? They may have to go through the losers bracket. I'm surprised to see Cole here, but you know he does what he does and gets through the inning, no no damage. And then we go to the ninth, the bottom of the ninth. And like you said, I just rewatched that that highlight just a second ago just to to refresh my memory of it. And you miss a home run there by maybe two feet. I mean, you hit right a couple feet below the top of the wall for for a double to start the inning. Just this is the million dollar question: Is this inning different? Do you, you guys still come back to win if you hit a home run there? No. Uh, oh, I mean, no. I mean, I'm, yeah, I got faith in my guys. Like, don't take it that way. But I think that that was huge. Uh, it was all big. It was all big. First and foremost, everything that happened that inning was huge. Helped us out in, immensely. But if that ball goes out, the inning's different in regards to then we just get one run, there's no one on base. He's pitching out of the windup. And pitching out of the windup as a pitcher between stretch, it, it, there is a little bit of a difference. You know, if you're not comfortable with one, you got to go out of the stretch. It's different. Uh, but you know, at that point, if the ball goes out, it 
Gotro was one of, actually the first guy that uh, told me he was like, "Man, I'm so glad that ball did not go out." And thank goodness it didn't, man. Yeah. I, I didn't it quite barrel it. I missed it by the barrel, just barely. You so know. you didn't you didn't think it was out when it off the bat? I didn't think so because it's a big park, and I didn't I didn't really square it up. And that was, a, you know, at that point I was late in the year. I, I'd lost a little bit of weight, and the ball wasn't jumping off great. Late in the year, ball's not traveling well. You know, so I didn't I didn't square it up all the way. But right. so then you get West Westbrook strikes out swinging. Tanner walks, and now we're back to McNamee. Yeah, and here's where I knew you guys were winning the game. Yeah, this is this is the point where I was like, man, McNamee's up. They're going to at least get a run out of this. He's going. I mean, if nothing else, they're going to get a run here and make it interesting. McNamee doubles, and you score. When you get back to the dugout, what are you saying to everybody? And what's everybody saying to you? Pass the bat back. Everybody's just saying, pass the bat back. Pass the bat back. Pass it back. Pass it back. Pass it back. You just do your little bitty job right. Not little bitty, but you know. Yeah, playing. All right. If you just do your, if you just do your job right, all right. You get in the box, do your job right. Find a way on. Get it by pitch. Walk. Just, just laser focus on just passing the guy behind you the bat. Then you're gonna win. And and, and that's why we were so good at you know come back. Like we we simplified it, man. We just simplified the just pass it back. And uh, you know, and guys did it. You know, uh, they got the job done. Passed it back, and there you go. Foskey grounds to short, makes it four to three. And then we have, in what in my, in my opinion, this is the play of the game, where, where Skelton grounds to the third baseman Julian, who's already, you know, he should be the game, the, the MVP of the game. He's got, he's driven in three of their runs. He had that monster home run, but McNamee does that little thing, where he just wa- runs right in front of him and, and just skews his field of vision just enough to make him hesitate. Ball goes over the uh, the first baseman's head, and now we've got a tie ball game. I'll, I'll let you know that in the press box, we're not allowed to cheer. You know, we're supposed to just sit there and be sort of stoic. But none of that was happening at this point. We, we weren't cheering so much as just screaming, like, how is this happening? This is incredible. What's going on in the dugout there? Wow. It was unreal, man. It was just charge the field type feeling. Like, we want to so bad, so let's just go ahead and do it right now. Mm-hmm. But, it was, you know, we, we couldn't do it yet. So... Now you've got what? You've got Skelton on first. Go ahead. Before you get to there, Jake, have you ever at high school, I'm trying to think in college, have you ever at any point, because we, we know how this is eventually going to end. You guys are about to walk this thing off. And you know Julian's going back into the dugout after this, even, despite the fact he drove in three runs earlier in the game. I mean, he's banging his head against the wall thinking he cost his team the game. I mean, what what's I don't know if you've had any contact with Julian since that game or after that game or um, – how did he take this? Uh, because when I look at this game, I only played up to high school, but, I mean, there's been moments throughout playing baseball in my life where you feel like you let your whole team down kind of thing. How did he take this, or do you even know? Was there ever any con- contact with him after this? Uh, no, not much contact, but I know he's a really good guy. So people like him uh, over there at Auburn, and they, yeah. they said it was just terrible. Uh, Auburn's got some really good guys on their team, and I've enjoyed getting to know them. Yeah. So now you've got uh, Skelton on first with two down, tie ball game. You get a walk out of Rowdy, and then Hatcher just buries one into the infield and is able to beat it out. Again, you know, uh, Julian can't make the play. And now you've got bases loaded again with two down for Marshall Gilbert. Now, Gilbert's such an interesting part of this season to me because, you know, there was so so much back and forth at third base throughout the year before he finally took over. And he had a lot of clutch hits throughout the year, some big plays, but he didn't have any bigger play 
obviously, than this one. Just just a crazy ending. He hits it to the second baseman, can't come up with it, and uh, and Skelton comes around to score to make it five to four. Yeah, Marshall's my roommate. His story is really really good. Yeah, it's a good story. So it's a long story, but finally finally took over and did his job. So you play? Uh, go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah, um, you know, I played a ton of games, and that was one of the biggest hits we've ever had. You know, um, Marshall was you know, waiting for the moment and found a hole in the infield. Is that the the craziest comeback you've ever? Been? I mean, you and that's a big statement because you've been involved. You know, the Florida State game, the Vanderbilt games. You know, uh, the Ole Miss, uh, the Governor's Cup, things like that. You've been involved in a lot of crazy comebacks. Is this the top of the list for you? Yeah, it's up there. It's up there. The two L.A. Ole Miss walk-offs are some of my favorites. Uh, the, <laughs> you make a lot of fans with that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, the Vandy and Florida State walk-offs are pretty crazy. But this one was, this one was a tie ball game, so we weren't behind, you know? Yeah. So, uh, so and by... This was just on such a bigger stage. It was yeah. in Omaha, you know. So it, I said they're all the time. It's all the time. All the time. When all you, five of them. When you leave the stadium this night, or not, maybe not even before you leave the stadium, but when you all are celebrating this win, in the back of your mind, is there something saying, we're about to win this whole darn thing? Um, yeah. You know, it was like, man, like you don't win that type of game and not come here and win the first, the school's first, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It, it was just, oh, man, we were so close. But, look, the state's going to. Like, we're, we're about to win one. I'm telling you, soon. It's, it's been that long of a drought. we got an unbelievable football coach. Basketball's, they're close. They're so close. Basketball's so, so, so close to being elite every year. So I'm excited to see that. So this was and, a lot. Uh, you know, women's basketball is just powerhouse. What they do is unbelievable. They need to keep going like the whole school. The whole school is in a great position right now. Baseball team, too. It's a coronavirus. Very tough deal. Thing to deal right now for 2021. Or, uh, sorry. <laughs> the 2020 season. Um, but, you know, we're going to look forward to the 2021 season and uh, and go from there. Well, I'll tell you, like I said, just from my perspective, I don't want to speak for Joel, but this was one of the craziest games of any sport that, I, that I've had the privilege of covering. Uh, oh, no very way. difficult to put into words. You know, trying to a write. lot of people want to sleep. A lot of people want to sleep. I, I I can speak to that because a lot of people were filling up my mentions the next day, and I'm sure yours as well. Like what happened, and and it was just a lot of fun to cover. Just being in the press box, especially all you know, all those national guys are up there for the World Series. Guys like you know Kendall Rogers and Aaron Fitt and those guys, and I mean they're just as as bushwhacked as Joel and I were trying you know trying to write and, and stuff like that. So. One hell of a day for for Mississippi State, and a lot of fun to uh, to cover. I'm sure it was a and lot of fun. This this was Father's Day too. It was so uh, you know a lot, a lot of happy daddies went. to I'm I'm sure that that yours was one of them. Yes, uh, that that they got to, to witness this and go go to bed happy on on Father's Day night. Yeah, no question about it. Cool. Um, you know, but my dad went to almost every single game. It was just his birthday, so uh, I'm giving him a little shout out. He's a, he's, a, he's one of the best, man. Awesome. Well, I wouldn't be where I was without my dad, and that was just a special day to celebrate that with Father's Day. And uh, I've had a lot of opportunities and a lot of uh, great moments I share with my dad through the game of baseball. You know, and, uh, and and that's one of the biggest things you miss right now. Just that, just that. Some of the things you experience in baseball, man. Uh, it's, it's a beautiful sport, and uh, and this year we're we're not going to get that. You know, it, it sucks, but you, you roll with the punches and and uh, go from there. Yeah, you know, it's it's. Sorry. My, my Aunt Angie's leaving the house right now. I'm doing a little podcast right now. A little <laughs> radio show, yeah. 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. Hey, thank you guys for having me. Yeah, uh, man. I'm about to head on back inside to the house, but uh, if y'all ever need anything, you, you let me know. We'll do, man. Thanks, hey, Jake. Appreciate, appreciate it, Jake. Thank you. Bye, guys. All right, that was a lot of fun. You got nothing to say on that? Well, I I, I love talking to Jake Mangum. I think it's a combination I, he, of that and you love talking baseball. I do. Um, <laughs> and uh, it's the second time in three days I've talked to Jake because I talked to him for a little story I'm going to write in the Starkville Daily News coming up here in the next couple of days. And um, i tell you what. He almost can make you a Mets fan, can't he? <laughs> almost. Uh, not quite. But, not uh, quite. <laughs> but no, it, it's a lot of fun to to get his perspective on all this because yeah. you know well, you I think and that's going to be the case with all these guys all the that games, we, we get a chance yeah. to talk to you know and and this one in particular because of my you know I mean, baseball is my favorite sport you all know that and to sit up in the press box and experience that game in that setting it was incredible Omaha on Sunday night it is this is hyperbole some people will think but it's really not I mean. For me, when I'm when I retire, when I quit doing this, mm-hmm. um, heck, even when I when I'm like an old man sitting in the chair and, right. and just thinking back on like my I life, am right now. yeah. <laughs> when I think of of the greatest games that I saw and yeah. witnessed, and and that's on the short list. Oh, no, no, no doubt about it. And uh, so to get his, I guess, internal thoughts on everything from the. The jerseys they wore to yeah. what was going through his mind. It was in terms good of stuff. just sheer craziness. This or the Arkansas uh, 2015 game for you? Probably this. Yeah. I mean, maybe from beginning to end, crazy mm-hmm. the Arkansas game. Yeah. But from the oh my gosh, did that just happen? Standpoint, yeah. it was this. When Gilbert's, I'll take it back on uh, Skelton's. When he reaches on the air. Yeah. I knew they were going to win. I knew they were going to forget the other run. But that was one of the craziest plays. And I remember watching it, and that's one of those plays that it slows down a little bit as you're watching it. As he crosses Julian's path, I'm like... There's a chance. Something just happened there. And I mean, think about how quickly plays happen. But I had enough time in my mind to process that threw him off. I could tell. He, he double-clutched. He went back to the glove. And as soon as that ball left his hand, I, I knew I was like, "That is not on target." Yeah. And I don't have the, you don't have the best angle up there, but I think you would agree. You as soon as it left his hand, you knew that ball was not yeah, making. Well, it. well, you see enough from that from our perspective that yeah. you know when it's off. You could feel you felt you felt the pressure that he was under to make that throw all the way up in the press box. Yeah. And he didn't make it. So, by the same token, though, that home run he hit was just a mammoth shot. Yeah, I mean. It, I asked Jake this, as you all just heard, but he kind of ends up being the goat of this mm-hmm. game. And by goat, I don't mean greatest of all time. I mean, like, he ends up being the reason, in some ways, that, that Auburn weren't, wasn't able to finish it out. But without him, they're not up to life, begin with. Life comes at you fast, man. So, anyway. Very, very fun game to cover and a big win for Mississippi State. We got a, we had a long list of games, and we're going to try to get as many of these former athletes on here to, to talk with us about it as we possibly can, and maybe some former coaches as well. All right, guys, have a great weekend. Stay safe. Stay inside as much as you can. Pretty normal show again today, huh? God willing, we can keep having some of these here and there. You know, we got we got next week, we've got some positional breakdowns. We've got some other stuff. We've got to have maybe a couple more of these. We'll, we'll start the bracket up. 
We'll have those. What we're going to do with the bracket is we will preview the matchups, and we'll probably do like maybe two, maybe maybe half of a bracket a day. I don't know, and we'll talk about those those players and sort of give you the info, and you can make your decision from there. Here's what I want to happen. Mm. What I want to happen is miracle of some kind. And like all of a sudden, all this hills up. Everybody's good, and then like a week or two, they're like, "Yeah, we're just gonna go ahead and start some spring football." And then we have to like rush this thing. I'm I'm down with that. I'm, I, that that would be. Well, my- I'll I'll just put it on the shelf and come back to it in the summer. Yeah, I don't care. We'll see how all that goes. Um, but also, hope- don't forget today, four o'clock or four o six segment on Sports Talk Mississippi. Joining us for two full segments, Coach Mike Leach will be joining us. Can we stop with that? Enough. Enough. I'm not asking any pirate questions. I do like that song, though. So, I just, I, I, when, I, when we were setting this interview up, I was just like, gosh, you know, never mind all the stuff that's going on in the world right now that I want to ask him about. I haven't, we haven't talked to him. Yeah. So, I want to talk to him a little bit about, you know, what's going on. So, a full basically half hour we're going to have with Mike Leach later today. So, please tune in. You will enjoy that. And uh, we'll get back to you on, uh, well, you know what? Every every day we stay alive right now is a victory. So we'll have victory Sunday uh, for you Sunday afternoon. And, and guys, I hope you all are enjoying this. I hope it's a little bit therapeutic for you because, yeah. quite honestly, it's therapeutic for me yeah, because so. I, I, I guess we're all kind of in our heads a little bit. I can always be in my head anyway. That's, That's just kind of how I am. But this is one of those points in time where. You can definitely get in your head. So yeah. hopefully, let's, let's try for, to get for all it. of us. We'll get through we're, we're it together. Getting, yeah, that's right. We're getting each other all through it. All right, guys. Talk to you on uh, on Sunday. For Joel T. Coleman, Woo. I'm Brian Haydad. Thanks for listening to Thunder and Lightning on Super Talk Mississippi. Mississippi Media Production.